entertainment news, and arbitrary arguments. You're listening to the Vagrant Kings podcast. Hello and welcome to the Vagrant Kings podcast, our special movie of best movie of 2017 edition. My name is Matt and with me as always for, well actually as always for everyone here, yeah. everyone here has been a co-host at one point. We have Bralio. How's it going? We have Eric. <laughs> I'm your favorite, <laughs> let's admit it. And we have Austin. Hi. Yep. Yep, yep, that's the perfect response from Austin. All right, so this... <laughs> this efficient. I want to get going. Get He's too excited. He's too excited. He's so, up. so last week we talked about game of the year. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about movie of... Best movie of 2017. Uh, before we begin, I would just like to say that thank you to everybody who... Uh, did the Twitter polls and stuff with us last time. We're going to be doing it again for this week. So let's let's get that started. So our five categories this week is best binge from 2017. That's best like binge watchy show that was made in 2017 on Netflix or Hulu. We got uh, or whatever streaming service. We got biggest surprise, uh, a movie that surprised you, or maybe a scene from a movie that surprised you. Best abs. We could talk about those sexy abs from any That's actress weird. or actor. Uh, we got the worst movie of 2017 and the best movie of 2017. So let us start with the best binge. And again, that's that, one, that was mine. So I was sick for a week and I ended up watching a show that was really good that Netflix made. Um, I doubt you guys watched it because I don't think it was watched very much, but it was a show about this kid who was in this family. He had, but something was unique about this kid. He had, he was on the spectrum. He had autism. The show is called Atypical. It's a story about a family that has to deal with this uh, child that's 18 that has uh, autism and is like really good, really inspirational. It was like a, it was a show that you kind of like never really thought that you would like. Like you just kind of get to be in those shoes and like learn about like what's up with this kid. And I, I really enjoyed it. That was my best binge of 2017 because it, I was, you can ask my fiance that, um, I was getting very like uh, <laughs> I was getting very what upset. fiance yeah yeah what? Right. <laughs> wait when that's breaking right. news. news yeah, yeah. News. no one cares about the binge <laughs> yeah, no. but you can ask her like in the middle of the show I was like no don't you ever do that like there's the mom and she was like cheating on her husband like how dare you and I was getting all emotional by the way everyone spoilers and all the things that we're gonna oh yeah go over. yeah so that's why I pick atypical I think it was the best binge 2017 because it was something new it was a show they could only watch on Netflix and it wasn't Stranger Things. That's why I'm picking it. <laughs> it wasn't Stranger Things. Yeah. That's, that's a good combination. <laughs> so, so Matt got super uh, emotional and uh, in in touch with his feelings yep. during his binge of 2017. Yes. Honestly, most of the things I binged in 2017 were made not in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's hard to binge something that's not made in 2017. I know. Seriously, because you, you have to binge it, right? Yeah. 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 Well, Netflix is the king of like just making a binge show in 2017. Yeah, just putting out a bunch of stuff. That's I don't true. think they're going to continue doing that, by the way. I got my suspicions. Anyway, yes. Yeah. That'll be for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I picked something. Well, so my absolute favorite binge of 2017 was One Punch Man. I don't know if you've seen oh, that. Son of a <laughs> Everybody tells me you to watch this stupid show. It, it was <laughs> not made in 2017, so I didn't count it. But I seriously watched. It's only one season right now, but I watched that season like three times this year because <laughs> I'd be like, I don't have anything to watch. I'll watch One Punch Man again. Like that's how good it is. Um, so I wanted to pick something in that vein to give honor to One Punch Man. My one true love. I never really got to um, but one punch. I don't know why. I just don't like the character for some reason. Oh. I just like. See, that's, I like you just have something power. against bald uh, people, probably. No, not, not the, no. I'm, I'm being bald myself. Are you serious? <laughs> I have nothing against bald people. I just don't know why. I just the draw. I don't know. Just the. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why. Right. Well, we can talk yeah, about that. We can talk about that. <laughs> so I pick, I picked a different one that actually Netflix put out this year. It's only four episodes long, but I did watch those four episodes four times. Okay. Castlevania. Oh, dude. I was no! see that, dude. He took mine. <laughs> you know, they, they announced yesterday that they're, they're putting out more. It's going to come out in well, the Well, yeah, summer. they announced summer. that like week no, 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 they announced the date of summer. Oh. oh summer this year. Yeah, I think Gosh, late this summer. Eric, so they, they, they so need bad. to put out more because it's like. It's really good. It's super it good. Really good. It, it's very violent, mm-hmm. but it's also like. Uh, Do you guys story. even know? Do you even know how good it is? It's like it, the way it, t- it talks about the video game in it. It's I'm mad that you picked this because it's something I forgot about. Yeah, Matt, Matt lost. I so, just pop, popped in my head I, right now too. <laughs> I was going to pick it. So, there we go. So that's that's my pick for uh, right. for best. Cool. Binge. Austin, you're up. <clears throat> so my pick for best binge is a new show that came out in 2017, and it's on Hulu. And it's, this one, this one's so surprising and so mm-hmm. to- totally. Came out of nowhere, really. No one expected it to do well. The Orville. Orville? Oh! The Orville. Okay. All right, yeah. Is that with Seth? That's, that's by Seth MacFarlane, and he's, he's, the, he's the captain in there. So it's, it's a it's Star Trek y show. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you guys kind of know it, but it's a, mm. it's a Star Trek y show. It's done better than Star Trek, Trek is what yeah. a, a, lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people will say. Um, well, Discovery's kind of picked up its pace by now, but. Yeah, people really know. like the new Star Trek. Yeah, this guy, I mean, but everyone was so surprised by this. This is Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. Like, family yeah, guy. Yeah, like, yeah. no one no one expected this to be, um... Like, good. As, good, yeah. <laughs> everyone expected this to just be, like, stupid fart jokes the whole time. And it's not. I, be, I can't even recall a fart joke in there. I can recall some of the funniest bits ever and the situations that they get into. But not just that, but the, the drama that is actually put into the show is astounding. It's and the good. questions that they do ask are very Star Trek-esque. That was one of the coolest things about Star Trek is it's, it's a interaction with like society's pro- problems of the day. And that was there's so many episodes in there that I'm just like, wow. I would go home and I'd, I'd be driving with my wife and just be like, so on the Orville today uh, this question asked what do you think about that I would discuss that with my that's just another show no other show has done that for me and the Orville that's my pick for best binge it okay. was awesome okay that's for me okay so you can still pick Castlevania uh, Castlevania well that's fine I could choose something different I had two two movies in mind if people are actually are sick and want to get up to uh, uh, if you just want to not be sick anymore or just laugh your head off I'm actually just got so I'm just going to pick one movie that it's pretty good for I think just to like overall because me and my wife just watched it the other day and movie it's, or uh, binge? Uh, movie but I mean you can this binge it binge. dang so <laughs> I don't think that goes the but you can watch two movies you guys want to you can binge <laughs> movies all the time so, sure. yeah, I guess. so yeah you can binge so, Star Wars I, yeah. I always binge movies uh, the whole way through yeah. so yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah so uh, the movie that I just really enjoyed was um, was The Hitman's Bodyguard 
That was really funny. I just watched the other. I was like, that. So that's your best binge. <laughs> <is> <laughs> can you watch it on a streaming service? Uh, uh, no, you can't. All right. Box. We're going to say you're Castlevania. <laughs> just argue with Castlevania. <laughs> Fine. Castlevania. It's good. I like Castlevania. It was really because um, it was just had good, good, uh, good violence. It was, it was just, it was well written. It was, it was wholesome awesome. Violence. The whole thing. It was just amazing. <laughs> I didn't want to just compete. Yeah. I wanted to compete against it, but no, I guess yeah. like cheese Castlevania. <laughs> all right. It was just good in general. Th- this is what I have to say. As someone who probably played more Castlevania than all of you here at this table, I'm going to just say that as for a fact that the anime did a really good job. Of it did a really game. good job. Um, I have no qualms against it, but this is why, um, it only was four episodes. Like it's barely anything. Like it's it's just the length of a movie. Barely a binge. It's, it's barely a binge. That's that's the only argument. How long I have is each, a, each episode? Like thirty minutes. That's not a binge. Yeah, so like that's not a binge. So like atypical is like a that's full season of like drama and like mm. something where like it takes me out of place of like my normal life. It makes me experience something I never really considered, and mm. that's like. You got to see not only a child that was like going through like autism, which I don't know personally, I don't, I don't experience. And so it was like, that's cool. But you also got to see how it affects the family. You got to see how the family unit like works. And that's something that's like really unique. Like you got to see like them work together to be able to help the kid. Like, for example, he just like the main character, I forget their name. So it's not that memorable on names, but I mean, it's, I thought about it ever since I watched it was like, he, uh, like they, he gets a girlfriend and he does hates loud noises and he hates like flashing lights. And so when prom comes around, his girlfriend like decided that she wanted to make the prom like this headphones like prom and where they like only listen to headphones and it was like real quiet. And so you see like this scene where everyone's like dancing in silence wearing headphones. And you're like, that's pretty amazing. Like that's a pretty cool like concept that they like changed their whole aspect for that kid. And it's kind of, it's kind of cool. I, I just, I just liked the, the drama and whatever. But that being said, I'm willing to just give this Castlevania. So. Yeah, I, f- I feel like if you go back and listen to when I said Castlevania, that reaction <laughs> from everyone else here pretty much is like, oh, yeah, Castlevania <laughs> yeah. won. Yeah. 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 That's that. not true, especially with yours, Matt. Like, it, your show's already been done. It was done by, like, Kiefer Sutherland in 2012 and 2013 by a show called Touch. But yeah, but who watches a show called Touch? Sounds With like Kiefer Sutherland? That sounds like more... I, okay, the name was not well chosen, but I'm not fighting for Touch. I'm just saying yours has been done before. Like a, 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 This is the summary for that show. A widower struggling to raise his emotionally challenged autistic son discovers that he can predict events before they happen. That, that sounds not... That's like a fantasy thing. Mine's like yeah. more realistic. So there's, there's, there's a few... Um, uh, shows with kids who are on the spectrum that like can predict the future or there's one going on now where they're like a doctor like a child prodigy yeah, doctor but this isn't that but this, this is, is a normal kid this is like a more realistic version and so that that makes it i think gives it more credit than like touch wood well, his special power yeah. is like he's really obsessed with antarctica like he's just like i love <laughs> penguins i love igloos That's and he just powerful. talks about it like he's like did you know in antarctica like seals like eat their like stomachs or like something weird or the person's like talking to him like oh you're really weird and that's exactly a response like someone in real life would give to someone that was like saying something like that and that's that's what i liked about the show it was like oh that's weird but then you start understanding like how his brain thinks and like how it's going on you're like wow like this is really helping me understand autism war which i think people need to know it's like a good life lesson but with castlevania it's like pure entertainment and like if you're if you're a fan of the video game (laughs) like dracula's curse like him getting mad over the death of his wife is insane Mm -hmm. like and then seeing alucard at the end was just like it's like fighting sephiroth final fantasy 7 it was like so good it was like the best thing in the world It it was seriously legit and i think for a binge i'm more in it for entertainment than anything else if i want something thought provoking 
like Orville, I want to be able to take time in between episodes and to process and to think it through and to talk about it. But if you're watching them one after another, you're losing some of the stuff in yeah. the process, right? And it's the it's the same thing with uh, that's not true with the with <laughs> they, the, the, they with you. the emotional drama is that I'm not saying that they will the husband find out about the wife. So so, <laughs> so both of those shows have more value, I think, than Castlevania does. But I think as far as a binge is concerned. You just want some mindless comedy or mindless mm. violence to take place so that you don't really have to process or think about it. You're binging, right? And then after every binge is a purge, and you don't <laughs> want to purge that other stuff, right? <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I, all right. So we're going to give first place to Castlevania, mm. second place to Orville, third yes. place to Atypical. I just want to say that all these shows are really good, um, and Orville's you can all binge them right now. Mine's mm-hmm. on Netflix. Yours is on Hulu. Yours is on Netflix. Netflix so. yep. And also watch One Punch Man because it's awesome. Where's One Punch Man at? Netflix. 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 Uh, Also, something came out in 2018 called Devil Man that you guys had to watch as well. Oh, yeah. It just barely came out. I almost watched that last night. It's super good. Devil Man? It's super good. It's an anime. It's an anime. Oh, okay. All right. Anyways, on to the next category. All right. That was a fun challenge. We talked about the best binge. Uh, what did you guys think of the best binge? Well, let me tell you that Castlevania ended up winning for your top favorites as well. Uh, we got a lot of anime watchers out there. I'm really disappointed in all of you. No, I'm just kidding. That's that's awesome. Castlevania is a great show. Uh, all you need to check it out. And, and there's so much stuff that did come out last year that, that is fun to watch. Let's move on to our next category. All right, we are back. It is time for the biggest surprise category, a movie that surprised you. Is that right, Austin? Yes. This is your category. Sure. Do you need to explain anything? Nope. All right. So the movie that surprised <laughs> you. Go ahead and take it away. So the biggest surprise, like the biggest one that was just like, whoa, I was not expecting that, or I was not expecting to like that, or I was not expecting to hate that. I don't know if any of you guys chose hate, mm-hmm. but uh, well, worst movies hate. coming on. Yeah, Matt always chooses hate. Freaking dark side lover over there. Um, Darkness in his soul. Yeah. <laughs> As you wear the Jigglypuff. So. Or no, the Clefairy. Clefairy. Just happy. <laughs> so the biggest surprise this year for me was Logan Lucky. Oh, that was really okay. good. So <laughs> Logan Lucky came out of nowhere for me. Like it wasn't something I was like, I'm looking forward to this or anything like that. I went and saw it. It was done by the guy that did um, the Ocean's Eleven trilogy, and the new one. Not the old one. I did watch the old one on New Year's Eve, and that was weird. Mm-hmm. But so Logan Lucky, so surprising to me, just because I wasn't expecting like a southern NASCAR heist movie to make me laugh so much and to surprise me in the movie itself with some of the with some of the the tricks that they do and, and how they actually steal the money and how they don't steal the money and just some of the jokes that they did with the prison. They're so <laughs> so, so funny. The Game of Thrones jokes that was hilarious. <laughs> just some of the fourth wall things yeah. that they do in that movie. It was just so surprising and took me by surprise completely. Okay, so yeah. that's my choice. Logan Lucky. That's good. Well, mine for me, it's another heist. Uh, movie, and it actually really surprised me how good it was. It's actually Baby Driver. Baby Driver was super good. It was just it, like the whole time I was like, I thought, like I heard reviews, it was like super good, but it was one of those movies that I really don't like watching in movie theaters. So I, I didn't watch in movie theaters, but like just how good reviews it got. We ended up getting my wife into the Redbox, and we just watched it one night, and it was, it just blew me, it just blew me away. It was, it was, it was just amazing. Like the music in there was awesome. Um, one of the things that I've heard, I read an interview from the director. Um, he said that they didn't want to cut like any of the of the songs out. They just like they made a scene 
for that time limit of the of the movie. So I was like, wow, just putting your mind to that. It was just like amazing. So everything from the start of the of the song to the finish of the song, they had to make the scene. That, so if the, if the song was like four minutes long, they had to make a scene for that four minutes long. They don't just want to cut anything from the song. So, so I was like, that was just impressed me. So everything and like the whole movie just got me, just drove me in. I loved the characters. So it was just it was just overall a really good movie. So yeah. awesome. Uh, my choice is something that shouldn't have succeeded as well as it did. It was Jordan Peele's very first directorial debut. It was Get Out. Get Out is the be- biggest surprise of 2017 because it not only is like a really good movie, but it, like it was his very first movie. Like he's a comedian and he did a horror movie, and it's great. It's fantastic. In February. In February, <laughs> and it it was in theaters. Like it was probably the movie that was like longest in theaters besides Star Wars, probably now. But I mean, like. Get Out was in theaters like three months like afterwards. Like I saw it way late when they first came out. It was in theaters for a long time because it was so like good. People always continue talking about it. And it was just a huge shock. Like it brought you to places like spoilers. Like there's this place called The Sunken Place where like uh, he's being hypnotized, the main character, and he goes into this like dark place. And it's something I've never seen on a on a movie screen before. And it's like so hard to explain. But it's like this. He was able to visually show you an emotion of being like put behind or like unable to control yourself in a certain way that like really was just like makes you think like that's crazy like that's that's insane so get out is my biggest surprise this year because because of that and like it mm-hmm. it surprised everybody nobody was expecting a horror movie to like take the country in that way and so i'm just glad that horror can get some love this year in that aspect me too i love <laughs> horror <laughs> <laughs> said facetious <laughs> I do love horror. All right, Eric, what do you got? Um, So I picked uh, completely different from everyone else. I I picked Coco. Yeah. Coco's good. Coco, I took my nieces to go see Coco, and I just wanted to be a fun uncle, and that's why I went and did it. But, like, I was, like, crying in the movie, (laughs) like, legitimately, like, touched. um, It was such a good, touching movie with, like, this positive message um, that combined like themes of like striking out to be yourself, but keeping your family incorporated and, and staying in touch with your roots. It, it, it like found this great blend of um, individuality with family ties, and um, I just feel like it's something that that I needed personally. I think I walked away like liking that movie a thousand times more than my nieces did because I could like, cause it's like a life I, lesson. There's like a lesson yeah, here. Cause, cause like I could, I could honestly like t- get more out of it than I, than I think they were, they were capable of understanding from the movie. So, um, my, my pick is Coco, not only cause it had like a cool world that it built, but just for the lessons that was taught in it. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. A lot of different movies. So, Baby Driver, I'm gonna start with I'm gonna start with yours, probably. Yeah. Baby Driver w- was not a surprise. Like that's not a surprise. Who, what's what's his name? Edward. Edward what? Edgar. Wright? Edgar, Edgar. Not Ed, Edward. Well, Edgar he Wright. <laughs> he's Edgar Wright's not not a surprise. He's he, like all of his movies are fantastic. Yeah. Like you, are, you, when this movie comes out, you know it's gonna be unique. It's gonna have a unique feel, and it's just gonna be totally totally weird. So that's why it didn't surprise me. So so on that same vein, though, to, it's completely different than any of his other movies. This is a yeah, totally different, different than yeah. his other movies, and it's a new, like he basically invented a new genre with the movie as well. If you're gonna pick someone that's biggest surprise, Logan Lucky's not the biggest surprise because when you watch the trailer, you're like, that's exactly what I thought that movie was gonna be. 
that's the whole time he's like, "Yep, that's exactly hillbilly stuff." You yes, can't you can't base it. a tra- you can't base the surprise off the trailer. Like the trailer is the movie. Like you, it's not like you went in before you see the trailer. And you're like I know this one's gonna be. Baby Driver like looked this. like an action movie. You're just like, wow, that looks like pretty good. But you didn't know the whole movie was gonna be like a music video. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that so was, was like, my surprise. That crap. took like, me that's off. Crazy. I'm just saying, like, oh, they're just gonna go with shield. I'm just saying that from Edgar Wright humor. Yeah, that's that's true. But I'm just saying, from Edgar Wright, though, that's like you, yeah. you expect that kind of but uniqueness is what I'm saying. But couldn't you expect some of like the humor and stuff from the actors that were in Logan Lucky? Like just looking at the cast, you could tell like, oh, Actually, this no. is going to be. Adam no. Driver was really surprised. Adam Driver was hilarious, yeah. and Daniel Craig was a surprise. Daniel Craig, James Bond. All of a sudden, he's playing a hick scientist. <laughs> well, I think. Daniel- Are you kidding <laughs> when he me? Plays the bomb. That was freaking funny. That was hilarious. That one. That was freaking funny. That's a surprise. Those actors in there, you did not expect it coming from them. <laughs> Uh, I think Adam Driver's pretty funny, but maybe that's <laughs> just me. Yeah. I haven't seen him in Girls. That's the thing. Oh. Yeah, no, yeah I, I, he's funny in Girls. Yeah. But, like, but right now, like to use your argument, you, you can use that against Coco. Yeah, exactly. Every single Pixar movie but makes it's super good. Yeah. Every yeah. single Pixar movie tells you life lessons, like get rid of your imaginary friends, or sometimes you just have get to rid grow of them. Up. Not get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you got to grow up inside out. You know, like sometimes, like well, but, and in Toy Story, that's like the thing of like most of their movies. But but that's so. the thing is I I haven't had that reaction from a Pixar movie in a long time. Like you've had it before from a Pixar. Movie. I ha- I haven't had it as an adult from a Pixar movie. Uh, I didn't think Monsters Inc. or any of the sequels were anything that got close to that. I did, did you watch Inside Toy Out? Toy Story. I didn't think Inside Out got close <laughs> to that. 3? To be honest, Toy Story fun. three was good. Was, was I'll, I'll like, give you. I'll give you, you like Toy Story three. <laughs> yeah. But but outside of that, like especially some of their newer properties, I didn't think were good. Good dinosaur. I thought I thought, <laughs> I thought Moana was really good, but I didn't think Moana that's was Disney. at the same that's level. That's a different. It's the same thing. It's a different studio. They're it's owned by studio. the same. It's all Disney. <laughs> um, but but I mean, it, it hits the same vein, like. Uh, yeah, Moana and Coco are the same movie. It, yeah, the, yeah. Um, but, but, but Coco's just He's a better. But, <laughs> but Coco just did, it, did it so much better. Um, no, I agree with you there. I think they're they're two different. They're they're yeah. I think Coco is they have like so much so much better in the in, in, in hitting you in the feels. Yeah, Moana. I'm still like, well, okay, what was the feels? I thought Moana was Come good. On, Don't get me wrong. I thought it was yeah. good, but but that's what it's that's <laughs> that's what made Coco a surprise. I feel like most of the time when they're trying to exploit a particular culture, um, that it just pay, is designed to play fan service for that culture. Um, but I felt Coco um, went beyond that, and it like it hit people in general. And maybe it's because of my Mexican blood. Uh, Brawley is looking at me with crazy eyes. I was eyes. like, you're Mexican? I, I do. I, I actually do, yeah. My great-grandma I look white, too, if I'm yeah. <laughs> just, just so you guys I'm know, like, okay. Eric is like the spitting image of Ed Sheeran. Yeah, I got like red hair. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, uh, no, but he's right about the culture thing. It was the number one movie in Mexico. Yeah. Ever. Like, everyone loves it there. Yeah, and and but that I feel like it like exceeded that. And so that, like, I think when they tried to say, like, this is a great Latino America movie, they were putting it in too much of a box. And when you actually go see it from whatever culture you're from, it you're like, oh, wow, th- that's what makes it a surprise is this isn't just something playing fan service to one particular culture. This is something everyone should see and should appreciate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's also what Get Out did, though, too, because Get Out really puts you in the shoes of uh, African-American culture here in the Americas. Like, and me as a person, like, you got to see some of their fears, like, oh, man, this, like, there's a part where in the beginning where the guy's like, man, this neighborhood gives me the creeps. But, yeah, it's, like, a neighborhood that, like, I live in. It's, like, the suburbs, like, a really nice place. Yeah. And he's like, 
man, this neighborhood creeps me out. And like, I listened to an interview with Jordan Peele and he's like, yeah, I did that on purpose because it's true. Like you kind of feel out of place in those like nice neighborhoods as a, as an African American. Mm -hmm. And like, that's weird. And for me to be able to like see that, it's like, that's kind of funny. And, uh, but also makes you understand like, oh, that makes sense. And so the whole movie is based off of like a weird fear. Like he has a friend that's like calling him like, those people are trying to like kidnap you and like do a brain transplant on you. It's like obscure, but then that actually happens. And you're just like, Oh, like, this is hilarious. This is just, like, a fear. But I was able to, like, sit there and, like, enjoy it as a white person and, like, mm. also be able to, like, relate. Like, it's good. Like, it, it told you a whole new culture of, like, what the, the fears are. And so I think that was a good cultural movie in that aspect, too, because I was able to relate. I was able to experience it and be able to, to laugh and, like, cry and, like, do all this stuff and get out and be able to, like, like it was just so good. It's, a di it's like... You, we all could expect from your guys' people, like, a good movie. Like, mm -hmm. but for a new director, it's, like, you don't know what to expect. Like, you expected it to be funny. But, like, for you, like, you said yours was a, that director of Ocean's Eleven for Logan Lucky, right? He makes a good heist movie. Yeah. You know it's going to be good. For you, Edgar Wright. For you, it's Pixar. Like, they're all going to be solid movies. But for mine, it's, like, we didn't know what to expect. And it took the... It took the country, like, and made everyone, like, stoked about it. Well, it's true, because everybody kind of made fun of because, like, he was just, like, not made fun of but it's just, like, he was just a, he's a funny actor, right? Like, what's his yeah, name? Yeah, but. So nobody thought he could actually, yeah. yeah, he didn't know he was going to make this, like, awesome movie. So I'll give him that. That, I mean, from a new uh, director's perspective, then, yeah, because a lot of people don't know what they're expecting for a new, for a new uh, director and stuff like that. So, I don't know, but uh, yeah. other than that, I mean, Get Out was good, but. I don't know how good it was, it was Baby good. Driver. <laughs> well, so uh, so this is what I think will give Matt a little more credence to his argument is if you see if you saw Keanu the other yeah. I mean he didn't direct he didn't it direct but, it. but it was he like, helped write it but with, it, he he helped write it yeah. and you know started in it Keanu's good and then like this is <laughs> no, this I, is like totally different like yeah. I mean he always hits on some of those cultural points which I think is good I'm not saying that that's a that's a bad thing. Um, so some of the social commentary could have been expected, um, but uh, but just how different and how much more serious this movie was, I think it gives it gives you some some credit some to the argument. Cred, yeah, yeah. For, street cred for for having for how Podcast good it cred. turned out. I think um, yeah, I mean I would be willing to put uh, Get Out above Coco. Thank you. Well deserved too, because yeah. <laughs> well deserved. Yeah. yeah. Horror Bother. movies, like people are talking about this movie to like win the Oscars or something like that. It's one. It's one stuff, and horror movies never do that. He got a directorial yeah. nod. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, at the Globe. So this is no, the one that's the biggest surprise. Group. It's gonna beat stuff, and it's a weird horror movie. That's why. You're right. I'm throwing in the towel. You're throwing in the towel. <laughs> are you really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew as soon as you said get out, I was like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> are you throwing in the towel? Um, let's see. Get out and baby driver. I don't know. Both of them are really good though. Yeah. yeah. Both of them are really good. That's, I that's, I honestly would put it between baby driver and get out myself. Yeah. I I would give the edge to get out again because it's a new director. Again, but, because yeah, uh, it because it has just like, a thriller. It just gets me like excited. It's just like what's gonna happen next. All right. And baby driver, just like it, you know, it's a highest thing. You know what's gonna be the the either the good guys are gonna but the bad guys are gonna like win it all or the good guys win so plus so, nothing with Kevin Spacey so, should win anything yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah that's why that I'm not good. I was gonna pick a driver's my favorite movie but I was like nah <laughs> yeah, not ba anymore baby driver is tainted <laughs> sorry you just, oh, no, you just gotta separate the actors yeah, separate from the, yeah, yeah, separate but I mean, the movie <laughs> but uh yeah, okay so for this category we will give it to Get Out and then second place will be Baby Driver third place will be 
Coco. I'll call it a tie. You want to tie? We'll it? call it. A tie. <laughs> Logan Lucky Coco. Tie for third. But he said Logan Lucky first. An honorable mention. I almost said Spider Man because there's a moment in there that really made me. Oh go, my gosh! Yeah, yeah. So, that's true. Yeah. So, that's, honorable right. mention Spider Man. Were you guys surprised by our choices? That is the question. Uh, it seems like you're not. Uh, a lot of you voted on the four movies that we selected, and Baby Driver was the winner. Baby Driver. None of you were surprised by Get Out. That, that surprises me. Uh, but second place was Logan Lucky, and then Get Out, and then Coco. Those Pixar movies aren't surprising at all. But it was still a good argument. I'm sad Get Out didn't win the majority vote, but Baby Driver is an amazing movie. I personally loved that movie i thought it was great um i i thought it being like a music video movie it was just amazing i just really uh that's a good movie 2017 was a good year so we have a lot more debates uh going on uh later today but thanks again for listening to this awesome episode next up we have the best apps category so prepare yourself and have some abs in mind it's one big app all right on to the next category this is the best abs category which actor or actress has the best abs and this is usually meant for me but Bralio this is your category <laughs> <laughs> I'd just uh, like to point out it's because Bralio has the best abs I do best abs which is on a circle he has the best cake right he, he <laughs> took his shirt off for this particular discussion we all have our shirts off Austin's all greased up ready to go <laughs> baby oil <laughs> he's ready to wrestle <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> yep. Oh man. Uh, for best ass, man. Uh, dang, I don't know. This is kind of hard to choose from. I don't know. You chose. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I chose this most hard. Everyone had best ass. So I don't know. Can I go CGI guy? <laughs> Probably yeah, the Hulk. Sure. Good. It's I your category. Go Hulk, dude. Hulk, man. Hulk had on Thor Ragnarok. I think. Uh, I think Hulk has the best abs out of everybody. It would be Chris. Chris. Um. What's his name? Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I think it was Hulk, man. Hulk has the best abs. Just big, green, and just big. Monster, <laughs> monster machine. <laughs> Honestly, CGI and stuff like that, but yeah. it's just dreams. It's good to dream sometimes. It's good <laughs> yeah. to dream to have those big You dreaming abs. about Hulk's abs? <laughs> <Yeah>. huh? mm. <laughs> um. It's good, so I don't have to make my wife jealous. I know Hulk doesn't exist, so I don't <laughs> want my wife to think if I'm like going the other way. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> I uh, I also chose Hulk. Did you? Really? I did. Just because he's the man. Yeah, he is the man. Like that. This I is don't actually know. helping my argument the most. Oh, <laughs> oh great! No, I chose Hulk because just because like it, it was funny to see uh, what's his name, the actor's head on top of Hulk with like, these, these these abs the size of Chris Hemsworth's head. Each ab is that big. Mm-hmm. It was just yeah, easily easily the best shot in the movie was Hulk's. All right. All right, yeah. So uh, if you look at my list, I have two choices, and one of those choices is the Hulk. I think the Hulk is a, is a pretty solid choice because it's not just um, – it's so perfect, no man can achieve. But for the sake of argument, I do have a second one on here. Go for it. And it's – Pretty much the collective abs of all the Amazonians in the Wonder Woman movie. <laughs> <laughs> what makes them more impressive is that they were actually achieved by human beings. That is true. And like, 
Like it's it's not a point of like me being a man and being pervy, but it's like there's no way I could ever achieve abs that perfect. Like kind of like um, man, what's their exercise strategy like? Like an envious standpoint rather yeah. than a lustful standpoint with this one. It was today's three hundred. Well, that's why, yeah, that's Basically, why they were three hundred. Yeah. yeah, everybody like what I know was a workout when three hundred yeah. came out. And mm-hmm. it's the same thing with the Amazonians. Yeah. I'm like, I gotta get on that Amazonian diet. I gotta get on that Amazonian <laughs> workout structure. Just put your finger through your throat. That's the best diet ever. <laughs> well, my award is not going to Just the kidding. whole gore of the Amazonians. It is going to Guillermo del Toro for creating the abs on the amphibian man in the shape of water. Oh gosh. When did that the Shape of Water movie come out? This year, 2017. Yeah, it came out this year. Well, this year is 2018. No, 2017. Okay. Yeah. So he made a suit for the Amphibian Man, which is the guy. And let me just tell you, if you want a fish pack, you need like 20 abs. <laughs> <laughs> those, are, those are scales. Those aren't abs. Those are scales. Come on. Anyways, the whole part of this movie is this girl falls in love with him and uh, for his abs, pretty much. Uh, just kidding. They just It's good. I wanted to pick him because it's weird and it's very obscure and like... He's a good-looking fish guy. It's not obscure. They're getting awards. Yeah, it's, it's a good-looking fish guy. You know, that's a good, it's a good costume. It's good. It's not CG. It's an actual costume that was made, so it's even more impressive. So, I mean, just like Eric's is like hard work for like actual bods. This is hard work to make a fishman ab costume. It's, it's good, especially because like Hulk can like destroy gods and you know or or fight gods, but like the amphibian man in the movie ends up being a god. So, I mean, it's good. He's he has godly abs. So I haven't seen the movie. Well, <laughs> no, if, that's why I picked this one. If if we're saying godly abs, then I think Wonder Woman that's falls true. into that as well. <laughs> yeah. um, and I would also say, one, she developed it like she had abs uh, at the early stages of pregnancy. Super hard to do. <laughs> super hard to do. And that's true. And it wasn't just one set of abs we're talking about. If you were to um, add the collective ab workouts that were done. Uh, and put them into one person, it would be a real-life Hulk that, that would have taken place <laughs> that the Amazonians were able to put together. I think that's more credit to the Hulk than yeah. it is to the Amazonians, that each ab is like 50 Amazons. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas I give you credence for that argument. Uh, I'd also say this was done uh, in a gym, not at a computer, and so that's got to give it some credit. But the no, computer's no. the best part. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, let's not harp on computers, on software engineers. These guys, or not, they're not yeah, software Yeah, their hands are getting cramped up here, these guys, <laughs> these guys put in tons of hours of work, and they do not, they do not get the credit they deserve. For I bet if you watch like the movie and pause it like, every scene, you see like one misproportionate abs, so it's not perfect abs, you know? <laughs> well, he's he's part human. <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's the scientist yeah. in him creeping out. So that's, that's all I'm saying. I'm, like, I just think like... Guillermo del Toro like physically made this these abs. They're not did, even abs. Did he make it? If, he made the costume. If he made the costume himself, I'm willing to concede to it. But if he hired someone to have it made, he it, made it the costume. Count. He is known as like the guy that makes the costumes. He's I, I, I want to see proof. Where's your proof? <laughs> <laughs> right yeah, look up this crap because th- this argument is about the best abs. <laughs> Like the best, the best abs. abs on screen. It's those, good. Those are scales. Those are those scales. scales. I can't even see him. How like, is he going to breathe? So, so you're scales. saying that if he he's flexing right now, he's just like constantly flexing. He just looks pumped. He's just awesome. No, that's. I think he's just holding. Those are scales. Dude. Those are obviously scales. <laughs> Hulk's abs. Hulk's abs. Like they could they could crush like anything. Anything you could put anything in there. You could put an Amazon in there and be like. He designed it. He designed it. So okay, so he so drew a picture. And then I'll, I would fine, say, I would fine. say about, I'll I'd take say, last place. I just wanted to mention that <laughs> Amphibian Man had some good abs. He, those were some solid abs. He showed this picture. They were some real good abs. I, I'll say about the Hulk's abs is uh, 
They weren't even, these fake computer abs weren't even good enough to take a hammer from a real man. That is true. Right? When it came ab to ab, Thor took him down. Just saying. <laughs> so his abs aren't unstoppable. Yeah. I will say that because of those abs, we got our first uh, uh, joke about the rest of the Hulk's body. It's because of the it's because of the abs. All the more reason <laughs> the Amazonian should win. <laughs> why, why does that mean the Amazon should win? No, I'm just uh, I'm just saying the Hulk. We've waited all our lives to see the Hulk's abs. No, we see the we Hulk already abs saw in every we already, movie. We already saw in. in the Avengers. We already saw it in the and Hulk. We, need, we saw it in the first Hulk before. We Mark need him more and more in today's time. But that was a fat times. Hulk. Now we got a skinny Hulk. <laughs> I think we've seen abs in 2014. This is the first time we've seen Amazonian abs. You know, if the Hulk ever wore a shirt, I might give you credit, but he is uh, known for his pectorals and abs. Because he cannot physically wear a shirt. He can't wear a shirt. Because his abs him. That's what happens. Break Dude, actually, he could go over to like tall and big and like, pick out a shirt for I'd, I'd give I'd give the Hulk best traps, but I gotta <laughs> give, I've got to give the abs to the Amazonians. His traps are what tear off the shirt, by Honestly, the way. I can't even remember a single scene where I saw the Amazonian abs. Well, I'll pull They're it. They're being right modest. Now. That's why. No, it was when they were fighting the uh, the Nazis coming on shore. Mm, they you were all wearing armor. Well, yeah, the armor was like up to here. That's the worst armor. Because <laughs> their abs are so strong, they didn't need more armor. Well, their abs are so, so strong, strong, like <laughs> burst it through the armor. Yeah, right. right. The first lady that's swinging horizontally, you know, laterally and shooting her arrow, she gets shot in the stomach and she dies. Exactly. So those abs are worthless. Worst, yeah. What's the Hulk? Uh, took a hammer and he gave up too because he couldn't take that hammer anymore. No, he, listen. No anyone God. can take a hammer to the abs. The Hulk's a wimp. <laughs> <laughs> he took a rocket to the abs. Ooh, when did he? Yeah, you, you said you think. In 2017? So. <laughs> when the first came out, when did he get all those big old. So, how, how many times are you scrolling right there to try to uh, find these abs? Well, here's the problem <laughs> is this is not uh, something I feel comfortable doing a Google search on. <laughs> Now that I'm about a little bit into it. Dude, I'm abs. Women <laughs> abs. <laughs> let, me, let me just Google abs for Hulk. <laughs> I don't see right. how I could be Googling Hulk, that either. Hulk abs. Let's just see how long it takes me. Hulk abs. Hulk abs. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're beautiful. So it didn't take me long to find abs. It was just taking me a while to find... Uh, no, I've, I've got like 50 right A here. picture? A picture. <laughs> I feel comfortable showing. I got Hulk, Hulk abs shirts. I've got Hulk Hogan's abs. <laughs> That's better. Hulkamania. That's better. <laughs> what you gonna do? No, it's not. Good. All right. Well, I had I had the Hulk listed on my list too. So I think uh, I, I'm. If it's I'm, three out of four people, we're gonna give it. To I'm Hulk. willing to give it to the Hulk. Second place Amazonians. Last place is Amphibian Man because I just wanted to mention the shape of their scales. <laughs> Those aren't abs. They're abs. The whole point is this girl falls in love with his abs <laughs> and him. That's about it. Mm. I thought it was like a look beyond the physical appearance kind of thing. It is. It is yeah. kind of. All right. So the Hulk wins. Hulk wins. That debate was a spicy debate. I truly enjoyed debating about people's abs, and I hope that you guys debated as well. And you did on Twitter. Uh, we had a tie. Actually, every single person voted for every single one of our categories, so there's really no winner here. Like, literally, we have 33%, 33%, 33%. That's, that's amazing. Congrats to Amphibian Man, The Hook, and Amazons for having the best abs in the world. Uh, I did not realize that we were going to be the perfect podcast to talk about abs. So thank you so much for trusting our decisions. Let us move on to the next category. 
Welcome back. Uh, we're on to our next category. This is not Matt announcing it. You can tell by the annoying sound of my voice. Hi, this Eric. is Eric. <laughs> Hi, I'm Eric. Hey. Hey. Hey, I'm Eric. Huh? <laughs> this is Eric doing Eric. Um, um, so the category was actually picked for me. Um, the category I wanted to do was the best it transformation. Um, so for those of you who are, have lived under a rock, it is an amazing horror film that came out this year um, based off of this monster that can transform itself into different things based off of what your fear is. Um, and they had some real creepy stuff. Mm -hmm. The problem is I'm the only one in the room who's seen the movie. For shame, for shame, and for shame. <laughs> you know I'd never see it. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see it, but there was other movies to watch. Yeah. Uh, I promise you, this is a must-see movie from 2017. All right. Um, but I mean, the box office proved it to us. So. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I will see it, though. It, it's legit good. Um, but anyways, um, so instead of that, we're doing Worst Movie of 2017. Um, I'm going to start off with the slam dunk winner, Emoji Movie. Nothing oh, else yeah. needs to be said. Okay, cool. Uh, there's actually one movie that I would say is worse, and it's another computer animated movie. It is called Captain Underpants. The epic oh, first movie. The epic first movie, and it's actually the epic worst movie uh, because like, it took a childhood like icon from people's like childhood mm -hmm. and then decided, like, hey, you know that kid that has disabilities? Let's just make sure that you make fun of him because he has disabilities. It taught you a terrible life lesson. Make fun of somebody for uh, their name. Make fun of somebody because they don't know how to laugh. Make fun of people with problems. It was a very bad message for children, and uh, it was a very bad movie. It wasn't really good like there's like one there's like one part that was like no nah, i guess i was okay but other than that like taking a hero of captain underpants and making it this bad or maybe the books were always bad it just making me realize how bad it was and what it taught you is just it's bad it's a bad movie because of what it teaches kids <laughs> horrible it's, yeah. bad. it's, bad. it's a bad just movie bad. it's just bad. it wasn't even like entertaining it was the snooze fest the whole time well mine might top it off mine was transformers the what the last Unicorn, night. night, whatever. Last <laughs> unicorn. I love that movie. Like that. So, I don't know. I think Michael Budget needs to stop making these movies in general. It was like the first ones were okay, but now it's just like it's just died down. This one just was. Yeah. Just did you watch it? Play. I did not watch it. But okay. Did you watch I, yours? I've seen some of it, but. I have seen the Emoji movie. It's awful. But I watched it particularly because it was but awful. But it bombed the box office <laughs> really bad, too. Okay. So. All right. All right. So, yeah. so, I don't know. Tell me about the Emoji movie. What makes the Emoji movie so bad? Wait, we haven't gotten to my movie. Yeah, oh, yeah what's your movie? My movie's Matt's movie. It was All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, think, I, I do think it's funny that, that they put the epic first movie. Like That was just very ballsy of them saying, yeah. like, we're going to make a franchise. That, no, it's the only movie. Let, let, let me make an argument against Captain Underpants compared to the Emoji movie. Okay. Captain Underpants is now on Netflix. Emoji movie is so bad, not even Netflix is willing to take it. Netflix is notorious for having terrible is it, movies. Is it on Amazon? Nope. Is it on Hulu? I mean, no. you can like buy rent it on Amazon, but it's not like free streaming. streaming. It's no. not on Hulu either. It is so bad, and no property is willing to spend any money. Is it that bad? It, it is, is legitimately bad. that bad. It, it's it's not horrible. as bad as Captain Underpants. Now, here's why. Here's why. So Saudi Arabia finally got like their first movie theaters in. And mm -hmm. what's the first movie they show? Like, the Emoji Movie. No. So they brought it over. They were like, because yeah, this movie can do well. Probably because they got it for free. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What, do you know what Captain Underpants' Rotten Tomato score is? What? Not off the top 86%. Do you know what Emoji Movie Rotten Tomato What's wrong with America? Is? What's wrong with America? 1%. 
I know it's one percent. It's nine percent. It's higher than your one percent, but it's nine percent. That is that is the the people speaking. That is a the, huge. This is what difference. I have to say. Then is that there's so many people in America that honestly did not understand what Captain America was even doing. Captain America was doing because in that movie they literally say that kid has special needs. Make fun of him. He's a bad person because he doesn't have the proper brain. Bro, that professor has a funny name. Make fun of him. He's a bad guy. That was what Captain Underpants is teaching children pretty much. Like, hey, you know that weird kid that like is really smart in your class and also like really obsessed with grades? Make fun of him. He's not worth anything and he doesn't know how to laugh because he has a problem with his brain. There's literally a scene where it's like Melvin doesn't have a laugh thing or a laugher bobber in his brain. They call it something lame. And they're like, that kid's dumb. And they just make fun of him the whole time. And it's like that kid, like, there probably is someone that doesn't know, like, get humor very well, and now it's teaching kids to make fun of them. Like, that is worse that it has a higher percentage because it's, that means 86% of America is fine with kids being bullies. That's why it's worse. There are a lot of people in America that are fine with pe- kids being bullies. So it's worse. I'm not one of those people, though. Um, well, I was kidding. I don't want to get, like, no, that's, that's why I think this movie's bad, yeah, but I mean, promise. like, if I want to look at it from an aspect, like, there was a few scenes that were, like, redeemable, like the Flipporama scene and whatever in Captain Underpants. But. Yeah, was like, part. the animation was beautiful as well. Like, there were some cool different animation styles that they did in Captain America. Um, Captain and Underpants. Captain America, the first <laughs> Captain America pants. But, no, it's it was, that movie was so trash. It was so trash. I, I, I never, I'm someone who's very forgiving when it comes to movies. Everyone who listens to podcasts should know this. I'm, I yeah. love movies. But not Captain Underpants. I legitimately was looking around like, oh, that's where the exit sign is. Oh, this is where I go in case there's a fire. I was, <laughs> I was so just like destroyed by this movie. And the emoji movie, I think it's bad, but that's just because people are trying to capitalize on stupid emojis. Right yeah, now. well, that, well that, that's the thing, right? They're, they're trying to capitalize on a fad, and that's what makes it terrible. There is zero redeeming quality in emoji movie. The writing is terrible. The acting is bad, and they have like great actors like Patrick Stewart, who TJ I, Miller, who I can't look at the same way again after watching that movie. Like that's how bad it is. He was the poopy mode, right? Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then uh, what a champ. Um, yeah, and and the animation is awful. Like to add on to everything else, it, I mean, it's all around no redeeming qualities. Bad movie. But, um, but the thing is, is that I was I had I had much higher hopes for Captain Underpants than I did for Emoji Movie. My, the letdown was just so much bigger. But than, but this than isn't big as letdown. This is worst movie. Yeah, but like in yeah. in relative to each other, I, I felt like Underpants. I think was I think the very song. fact that you had hope beforehand <laughs> almost makes like that's enough to that's make. That's true because uh, there was no Underpants everyone was knew better. Emoji Movie was gonna suck. Yeah, and and it uh, and it still exceeded people's expectations of how bad it sucked. I can't believe that. Yeah, that actually makes my movie pretty okay, okay then. Go <laughs> <laughs> see Transformers. Then. <laughs> yeah. But but to be fair, I honestly I can't beat the argument of a movie that teaches kids these negative things. Exactly. Right? There's like, no good good morals in that story. Like what did the, what did I learn when I came out of that? Nothing. I should make fun of mentally shot. <laughs> I should become an animator at DreamWorks because they do good stuff. That's it, <laughs> right? Like a like a the emoji movie builds up to like being comfortable with who you are, kind of a thing. So almost the exact opposite message yeah. that Captain Underpants has. Um, so I mean, it's it is hands down the worst across the board movie that you can see. But at the very least, I can say it's not teaching people to bully other kids. So I mean, yeah. Well, Transformers argument. Oh no! I, I think it's better than those two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, cool. Uh, so Transformers is last, but the, I, we'll give it to the Emoji Movie for being the worst movie. But just 
Don't watch Captain Fantasy <laughs> Kids. Like, it teaches bad things. I can't so. believe it got an 86%. I was looking at the consensus on Rotten Tomatoes because you brought that up. I was like, there's no way it's 86%. And the consensus says this. It's just silly. With a tidy plot, clean animation, and humor that fits its source material snugly, Captain Underpants is entertainment that won't drive a wedge between family members. That is false. Yeah. It will drive a huge wedge. Yeah. Well, for me, like, it makes me second guess what my favorite child's book is. Like, maybe I was, like, <laughs> learning to make fun of people this whole time without realizing it's it them. If, if you Maybe want they'll a, learn from the lesson yeah. if they make a, if they go make another one. If Captain. you want a good book for children, a chapter book for children, Garfield has a series of books where he gets superpowers. Real good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Emoji Movie's worst movie, Captain Underpants second, and Transformers, the last night is the last one. That was probably the worst debate that we've ever had for the worst movie of 2017. Uh... You guys decided that you liked or tied with Captain Underpants and Emoji Movie. Those took the cake while Transformers didn't even make the cut for worst movie. Can't believe it, but there was worse stuff than Transformers out there this year. Uh, We had a lot of good kid movies come out this year. We had the Emoji Movie. No, we had the um, Boss Baby. We had Coco. And so, yeah, we, we had a couple good ones to take your children to. I think Trolls might have come out last year, too. I, I'm unsure on that. But, yeah, it, it was a good year for, for those movies. But these ones were just, ow, chihuahua. They are bad. Uh, this is probably the last time you're going to hear my shining voice in the interventions. But thank you for listening. If you want to let us know uh, any categories or any arguments you want us to do, let us know at vagrantkings at gmail.com. And we will definitely put those on our board to do. We have a special thing coming up from you for you the next episode. Uh, maybe a giveaway of sorts. Ooh. But uh, yeah, anyways, this is our last debate. This will be the debate of the century, the best movie of 2017. I hope you're excited, and I hope that you have your movies in mind. It's the main event, guys. It's the main event. It's the main event. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, nothing. Yeah. Oh, we already got people. Uh, what is cohorting? What is what's the word? Uh, yeah, they're making Co- cahoots. Yeah, Co- they're in cahoots Co- with each cohorting. Other. Anyways, this is the game of the not the game, the movie of the year discussion. I finally got it out of my mouth. We're this doing is the grand game finale. of the year again with a new game group. Of the year. We're doing <laughs> movie. <laughs> we're doing best movie of 2017. Uh, first off. Just like video games last year, last year had amazing movies. Like, surprisingly, like, there's so many movies that came out that were really, really good that, like, I felt like every month there was a hit I had to go see in theaters. And so this year is going to be a fun debate. I'm excited to see what you guys choose. Let's start it off with Brawlio. Me? Yes. Sweet. You didn't get to really talk last round. I know. So. It, was just, it was just, like, looking back and forth. And it was funny. <laughs> you guys were just debating. I was just looking back and forth. Just eating some popcorn. <laughs> but, uh, um... For mine, it's going to be Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man really, Homecoming. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was just amazing. Overall, was I think was the best Spider-Man movie ever. So, yeah. Ooh, even better than, than the, the Sam Raimi. It's not better than yeah. Spider-Man, Sam Raimi 1 and 3. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> three I don't know. I did, I, it's, it's kind of hard. It was a hard debate at first, but then I'm just going to give it to Tom Holland. Like, Tom McGrath did good the very first one, but Tom Holland just did a better job, and he looks like the appropriate Spider-Man being a teenager. So, so it was good. Good in general. So, yeah. That's true. I, th- I think Spider-Man was amazing. Oh, is Spider-Man is my favorite superhero, but it's not the movie that I chose. Okay, what's up? The movie I chose as the best movie of 2017 is Thor Ragnarok. Mm. I know you guys are pretty surprised about that. And you're like, <laughs> why didn't he choose 
Star Wars. Star Wars did make my jaw drop. Star Wars did make my jaw drop and make me go, holy crap, with, you know, the scene. And, but, like, still. Um, I kind of wish you would pick Star Wars. I would have debated on you. I, I know you guys movie. would have, and I would have. I would have <laughs> re- <laughs> refuted everything, because I have, and I would, and I would, I'll continue to do so to the day stones, I die. To the day stones. I die. No. You might have to do an extra bonus of, like, why Star Wars bad, and it's all, like, have intervention with you after that. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm yes, going, no, I agree. I'm going to destroy you guys with that. I have it is, the, Star Wars is the best. Conversations. Star Wars is the best movie, in the fact that it did, uh, create the most impact in, com- in conversation last year in my opinion huh. I think I, in I, that, in I that, wouldn't that, even say that but that's okay but that's what I'm not arguing <laughs> I'm not <laughs> arguing that I'm arguing Thor Ragnarok because Thor Ragnarok. I have not had as much fun as I have had in a movie in a long time since Thor Ragnarok R- Rag- I mean like in a long time I was laughing the whole time I had fun the story was amazing the cameos there were some s- hilarious cameos in there and I haven't gone back to read a script for a movie ever, except for this one. I was just reading it and just laughing at the stuff because Disney's trying to push for it to get awards. And I went back and actually read the some of the script, and I was just like, that was the freaking hilarious part. Like the part at the beginning where he's just talking to the skeleton. That's hilarious. And they even like showed where him him spinning on the on the thing. And it was just I can't believe I, the the screenplay is just that funny on its own. But that's that's my pick. It was a blast. Okay. Thor Ragnarok. All right. My pick is different. I did not pick a superhero movie. As a matter of fact, it's a, it's a movie we Justice already... League didn't make it. <laughs> so Justice League actually, because it was so bad, it was better than I expected it to be. I, I could say that much because at least The Flash was good in Justice League. At least The Flash was good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but my movie of the year is one we've talked about already. It's Get Out. Um, I think... Um, I think movies should be an art, and I have a very particular philosophy about art where art should make you different. You know, you should come out of it different than how you went into it, and that's how I felt about Get Out. Um, I felt more socially conscious. I felt more awake to issues that take place while at the same time being totally entertained throughout the whole movie. Um, it was Not only was it a surprise from the director, but... The visuals, the storyline, like there was no aspect of that movie that I wasn't engrossed with um, throughout the whole thing. So so my movie of the year is Get Out. Get Out's really good. But there's a movie I saw this year that none of you saw. Um, so this is going to be really hard for me to debate against you. It's called, it's by uh, Kamel Nijami. He wrote it. It's a story about his life. It's called The Big Sick. The Big Sick is a movie. It's, a, it's actually a romantic comedy, but it's about... Spoilers, it's about, it's actually not that big. It's got Ray Romano in it, right? Ray Romano is like, that's the reason why this movie's great because he's way good in that movie. But the big sick is about uh, Kumail and like his culture is like his parents are trying to like set him up with these like Indian girls and they would hate him if he dated a white girl. And so he starts seeing this girl and she's, they get in an argument because she's like, I want to meet, I want to have you meet my parents. And he's like, oh, you know, no. And then uh, he made up some dumb rule on it. And then all of a sudden, she had this disease where she went into a coma. And so she went to a coma. He was the only contact they had. He went there and called her parents and met his, her parents, like fell in love with her while she's in this coma. And then when she gets out of it, he's then has to like, the last thing she remembers is that they were in a fight and hate each other. So it's like this weird relationship. That's a true story based off of how he married his wife. 
And so it's a very off of how Ray Romano. Maybe? No, not Ray Romano. Camille, Camille Najami. Oh, okay, okay. It's okay. about how he met his wife. This is based off a true story, and it's so good. It's so real. And like Ray Romano is like so good in this movie. Like there was a part in there where they, he gets in a fight with his wife because they're the parents of the girlfriend that of Camille and. There's a part where she's like yelling at him. He's like, yeah, you know, you could go ahead and play all the greatest hits. I've heard it all before. And like, that's how he ends the argument. Like play all the greatest hits. Start yelling at me about everything. I never heard it all before. And it's like such a good line because it's like such a real relationship. And like the movie made me cry like all the time. It was so good. And just like Get Out, it's like a weird cultural movie where you kind of get to be in part of this other culture that you didn't really know. You get to follow his like Indian family and like how they feel about certain things. So that movie for me has really made me think a lot this year about about that kind of stuff. So that's my pick. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Who wants to die first? All right. So I, I guess I could debate. Uh, you chose Spider Man. Mm-hmm. The only good part in that movie is the, uh, the twist. The twist, and then the rest of it you already saw in the trailers. I, I Spider Man wasn't. No, that's not well, true. What do you mean? False. You saw everything in the trailers. Absolutely false. Every you saw you saw all of you saw all of Iron Man's parts in the trailers. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but but I mean, like Spider Man was just uh, it's a, it's a good movie, but like it's nothing I haven't seen before. Like we've seen all of this before. We know Spider Man stuff, and Tom Holland did a great job. He's a fantastic actor, but like the it's it, it's really the, good. It's a good. The movie, movie. the movie, like. Tom Holland wasn't even the best part. The reason that it was good is because he had the vulture as the villain. It had uh, Michael but, Keaton. I, I will say Michael Keaton has been my favorite villain from any superhero movie that's been out. That's yet. the only reason that movie was good. Was Michael it's got Keaton. Marvel's best. It's Marvel's best villain. Yeah, easily. Yeah. And and I don't think um, the vulture and the like comics wise is the best villain. No, he's not. <laughs> but but Michael Keaton played the best villain. Well, but a, but I would I would totally put Thor Ragnarok above Spider Man though as far as superhero movies are concerned. But I wouldn't put any of them in a category that I call art. Man. So in in your reasoning there is because it didn't make you feel. Because it's not it's not about feeling, it's about being different. It's a, a, a principle of, of changing who you are. Art should change who you are. So I well, I can same thing with Spider Man. Spider Man was changing uh Peter Parker changed it the way he was. He wasn't just just normal teenager, but we see him like, struggling to become something he wants to be. He wants to be an adventure. So that was his struggle and and Tony Sparks I was Tony Sparks, was Tony Starks did not wanna like Wanted him to to exceed that. He was just like trying to test him in some way, but he wanted to prove himself to Iron Man that he is part of the adventure. We see that him involving to the superhero that he wants to be. So yeah, uh, it's the same Spider-Man story I've seen in <laughs> seven different movies uh, portrayed by a bunch of different actors. And yeah, I mean, it was a good movie, and I honestly really liked Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to debate against it because I did really enjoy it. Um, but it's hard to debate all against all these because I think yeah. all of us enjoyed these movies. But but the truth is, like, uh, it's it's entertainment. It's not art. Yeah. So I absolutely think Thor Ragnarok is art. So just because you, you 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 can't claim that one emotion and one form of entertainment is superior than the other, I one hundred percent can. But that's all right. <laughs> how, how how can you claim that the the laughter is is not a, a, a Valid form of entertainment because we're peering into like I'm saying it's totally valid for entertainment. I'm saying it's not art. I came out of that movie like thinking like I need to be I need to have more fun. I need to be happier. I need to tell more jokes. I need to be a better person around the other people like that are around me. 
Like I need to do better at that because Taika Waititi, the things that he did in that movie were just phenomenal. To, to take Thor, which is a character is normally like, I am just ridiculous, this noble, uh, this noble idiot that would go around and do these things. To do that with the character and make him just lovable, I think is a is a miracle, an absolute treasure. No, Thor's been like a favorite for people for a long time. But not for the reason that Thor Ragnarok and, and made they, him And they into. made him less serious, and it was a good dollar-making stunt. But it wasn't something that was done to help change American culture or to change us as individuals. It was straight up done for dollars and cents. Taika Waititi is a wonderful act, director, and it's stoked that I'm stoked that Marvel was able to let him do his thing with this movie. But Taika Waititi, this is probably like, like the what they do in the shadows is probably his best movie. It's way better than Thor. Like I, I, I had more entertainment out of that. And like the thing I have against Thor is like, sure it was funny and whatever, but like I honestly didn't really like how much forced jokes there were in this one. Like I, I liked that the seriousness good. Good. of, of, of the Thor movies. I actually really liked that about Thor because it made me like feel whatever with this one, like Taika Waititi was the funniest part. And like the other stuff felt kind of like whatever the other best part of that movie was like the whole like killing himself. And I'm like, Oh, I didn't die. I'm the best part. Like Mark Ruffalo, like jumping out of the helicopter. That was good. That was funny. But the other than that, like I didn't, I honestly wasn't like enjoying it as much as I liked the other Thor movies. Like this one's just kind of like a, blip in the radar for me compared to the other ones like the other ones were like drama like Loki like really really felt the sense of Loki being a jerk like Jeff Goldblum's performance was pretty like meh compared to to like Je- Jeff Goldblum ones. was weak in the movie he was very weak uh, and, yeah and Hela is probably one of like as one of my favorite villains she's not always a villain but one of my favorite like because Thor is my favorite comic book character like I learned to read off of Thor comics and so like I legit respect and like Thor but um yeah, I would agree. Like the the villains in this one weren't the best, and that's what makes a good superhero movie. Is you have to be like, I hate the villains, but here I didn't even feel like they were that much of a threat. It was just like, enjoy all this like comedy, and like all right, yeah. and like it it felt like just a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, and nothing knocking against Guardians of the Galaxy. It's fun, but like I wanted to be able to like this one felt like it was going to be pushing towards Infinity like Wars more, and then the thing that pushes towards it is like the last like two minutes where it's like, oh, there's a giant shit that shows up and then it cuts off, and like, didn't really get me anywhere. It didn't really continue this like 10-year TV series I've been watching. Like, it didn't, it's just kind of a, it's like an Ant-Man movie almost, or it's just like, well, it's just there. And that's how I felt about Thor Ragnarok. It, 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 I, I will disagree with Matt, though. I think this was my favorite Thor movie so far. Um... Uh, I think they could have done more with like Scourge. Like he, his subplot was actually really good. Like the guy who switches sides a bunch of times, um, but um, just once. No, twice. Because twice, yeah, yeah. But but twice isn't a bunch. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, anyway. But I'm I'm nitpicking. Never mind. Anyway, (laughs) he switches and he switches back. uh, Whatever. But um, but but. But again, I like I stand by my argument. It's a Disney Marvel movie at the end of the day. Like, um, Disney is a great company, but you you know what you're getting from Disney, and it's it's formulaic. That's why Spider Man is the best. Yeah, I give it. I see your face. Like I hate both of you. <laughs> no, because. I- that movie was not formulaic. It was not anything like the other Marvel movies. That we've seen. It was straight up a duplicate of Guardians of the Galaxy. It I is. agree it's with Guardians Matt. of the Galaxy. I, it's, I just agree 80s, with Matt it's just going 100%. off of eighties nostalgia. Like Stranger Things was a huge hit this year and last year because it's going off of eighties nostalgia. Thor Ragnarok, eighties nostalgia. Guardians of the Galaxy, eighties nostalgia. But now he has a Zune, so now it's going to be two thousands nostalgia next year. But I mean, like, <laughs> sorry, I forgot about this. Yeah, so I mean, like, it's 
it's just following the Guardians of the Galaxy formula, and they like took a risk because of uh, what's the Guardians of the Galaxy's uh, director? James Gunn. James Gunn. They taking Disney's now those Marvel movies in space are taking risks with like mm-hmm. James Gunn and stuff because James Gunn did a great job and set it up for Thor Ragnarok to be good, but I mean. That's because Thor, they made it seem like Guardians of the Galaxy because Thor is going to meet them in the yeah. Infinity Wars. So, yeah. I mean, we already have those movies. Like, it's just kind of... Like, the Marvel movies I aren't the like best the movies. <laughs> <laughs> They're not the best movies of last year because it doesn't make you, like, the, think too much afterwards. It's like, oh, that was fun. They're too. great movies, but I walk out of them saying, like, oh, that was a really good movie. I don't walk out of them saying, like, oh, well, uh, how can I be a better American? How can I be better at this? How can I be more socially conscious? How can I help someone better. But that's what I'm saying. Like, just because the movie makes you say that doesn't make it the best movie. It just makes it a different movie that, that moves you in a different way. This one moved me in a way where I was having so much fun. Like, it was, I was just having fun. I don't want to come out of a movie every time thinking like, wow, my social construct of America has been destroyed and rebuilt. Like, I, that well, doesn't necessarily make a best movie. We're not saying that we movie. feel like our, the social contract's been destroyed and rebuilt. It's more like, I've never thought of that before, and yet mm-hmm. you love the movie. Like, that movie was so good. I've, I've never had this aspect in my life that I can now apply to my own life. Like, for The Big Sick, like, for me, it was just like, oh, like, I, like, how I act around people or what I say, like, actually kind of matters. Because, like, you got to see that dramatic effect where he, like, literally fell in love with her while she didn't have the same feelings for him because she was in a coma. And you're like, wow, like... It's interesting how, like, uh, it was just interesting to me of how, like, he he was being this jerk comedian to her and being this, like, whatever, and he had to change and also changed me in a way seeing that, like, oh, I need to kind of watch what I say more before certain things. And, like, if I ever have an argument with someone I love, like, I need to make sure I mend things very well and, like, take like understand from their standpoint. And for me personally in my life, that's going to be good. It's going to be good for the future. I think the reason I don't come out of movies feeling like that is because I already have those kind of morals. Because you're... Austin's already such a high level. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Well, I mean, it was just a different way of seeing it. You're like, oh, cool. And you like, you just get to see like this other like social, like you get to step back and I, I think a big part of movies is like you get to step in someone else's shoes that you're not usually you get to replace yourself with them and be able to experience their life and be like, that's a different way of in like living your life. And you don't really get that from the superhero movies. Like this guy's awesome. This guy's awesome. There's a huge battle. Everyone's just awesome. 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 Well, and you get that from Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Like you can, you can relate to Spider-Man. Like when I was in high school, I'm all grown up now. Yeah. I, I remember that time I was bit by a radioactive. <laughs> no, listen, look, yeah. look. Well, it's like a normal life. Like Spider-Man wants to shoot for this thing. Sometimes our end goals are going to change because at the end of the day, at the last part of the movie, he didn't want to be with her. And she's like, you know, I'm just going to be my own thing. Sometimes our, he did learn something. So we have to do our own path. Sometimes we, sometimes we have like this goal in mind, but yet again, that's not what we wanted. Probably need to go somewhere else. So that's what I got from Spider-Man, especially now as an adult, we get a lot of, you know, a lot of goals and sometimes those goals is not what you need you have to go somewhere another route so that's that's what i learned from spider-man is just choose your own goals and do whatever you want (laughs) in a way in in a way yeah but i mean i feel like you can you can make an argument for how these movies have some kind of message but at the end they're and plus, you guys said they're it. tropes that that are are weakly done at best. But because you guys said you guys said the best villain was Michael, Michael what's his name? Keaton. 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 So Keaton. he he made the movie. So that's why Spider Man's the best. He made the movie. So so yeah. But the best <laughs> villain in my movie is just yourself. <laughs> <I'm> just <kidding. laughs> 
Why can't they really get awesome? Well, and 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 to combat um, Austin's argument, I'm not saying that every movie needs to be heavy-handed. I want a lot of movies where I don't have to think about it. There's nothing wrong with being entertained. I just think if I'm going to say something is the best, I want it to be a step above entertainment, right? I want it to to take me a step further than just like, oh, that was really funny. See, and normally I absolutely agree with you, but I just think that the the just the the joy and the hap- like the, the hilarious fun that I got out of this movie mm-hmm. was above and beyond like the normal the the normal Marvel movie I would say just because this one I almost chose this one for biggest surprise because I wasn't you know it was Taika Waititi so I knew exactly kind of it what wasn't was a coming. big surprise for me well I've seen Hunt for the Wilder People too and you haven't seen that I haven't so seen get that. out of here that's a, <laughs> that doesn't mean what are you about Hunt for the Wilder People Taika, like, what like two years ago yeah it did. 2015 yeah. yeah so but that's what I'm saying like this one. This one was just different on on the on the comedy for me, and that, that's why that's why I chose it. I mean, Not if you would have saw the if you would have saw what looks in the shadows, you would have known this is Taiko Atiti's like comedy. I saw Hunt for the Wilder People, which is like his most recent film. But you has, saw it afterwards. If you would have saw it before, no, I saw it know. before. Oh, you saw it before. Yeah, like it you before. knew what it was going to be. That's why I didn't choose it for my biggest surprise. And and I, I'm I'll, not arguing for that. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll add on to. Uh, to get out is it goes beyond just simply being like the a social commentary like it, it's not it doesn't feel heavy-handed while you watch it either yeah. it feels like a really good suspense film and you could take it at that value as well where like as far as like a, a horror sus- suspense goes it's got an awesome plot line there's really like the no holes the only thing is they changed the ending and the original ending would have been way better but uh, i can understand where maybe the original ending would have been a little more heavy-handed than the the new one they did um but it just um i mean super entertaining while still being thought-provoking like moments where you like you legit jump while you're watching it um and i i mean i watched it in a house with all the lights on and i'm still like oh, oh, what's going on you know like <laughs> like it's crazy it's good it's a good movie and and the and the way that it's not just like dialogue it's not just character development but it's also like the way they use camera angles like every aspect of filming was done like the music like every aspect of storytelling was done uh, so well in get out uh and and made such a cohesive story that you can't, I, in my personal opinion, you can't get in a comic book movie where that storytelling it, um, has somewhat of a, a soap opera aspect to it. Is he dead? Is he not dead? What's going to happen kind of a thing. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I just feel like every aspect of filmmaking was really covered very well in Get Out. Well, Get Out also, like, Get Out got a um, an award for best comedy, too. It did. It literally got an award from, like, some other people because yeah, it's that, funny. Yeah. It's really funny. That was weird. Yeah. yeah. It's really – Get Out is actually pretty funny in a lot of spots, and that's what made it so good is that it was horror and it had comedy. Like, the best friend was so funny in the movie. Like, mm-hmm. he was just calling, like, you better get out of there right now, man. He's like, oh, man, come on. I'm just meeting my, like, my girlfriend's, like, parents, you know? And, yeah. and like the parents are all creepy and alluring and like they're just weird and it makes you like they those, that family makes you cringe like you're like what is going on like what's up with these people why are they acting so weird it's because they brainwashed them and did all this weird stuff and then once you see like there's a part in the movie where they start bidding on like the guy mm-hmm. and, and on the main character you're just like holy crap this like totally changed everything this is crazy I didn't see this coming whatsoever and it had a lot of good twists but I guess get out which I'm going to try really hard to argue about <laughs> is yeah. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, it that sounded like he were throwing in the towel right there. The similarity between get out and the big stick is that they're pretty much like 
the same story. A white a white person is inviting someone to meet their a person of color to meet their parents, and like it's kind of funny in that aspect that it, we both. Yeah, I really don't feel like you can boil get out. That. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. I know, but I mean, it's like really, it's really funny in that aspect that we both picked the movie about that. Except yours, people are are crazy, and then ours are just emotionally unstable for the big sick. But I mean, like, uh, get out's like. Uh, I can't really argue against Get Out. I'm going to throw in the towel. <laughs> I am going to throw in the towel for The the Big Sick. The Big Sick's really good. It's a really good comedy. It's a really good, like, love story. But I don't think any of you have, like, haven't even, like, heard of it or, like, seen it. I have. To be able to, like. I know a lot about it. Okay. To be that able to, nice. whatever. It's supposed to be really good. It is extremely good. Like, it, it, I think about it almost every day. Like, Rio For some Mono. reason, though, it's, it's kind of been swept under the, lo- the rug. I don't know why. Yeah. It's an indie film. It was like a it, very limited release. It was low budget. It was limited release, but it did way better than anyone expected. Yeah. Sure. Rare Mono, like, I just have to give props to him real fast before I put it, like, this is just like Game of the Year I gave up first. Like, <laughs> I'm getting in props for Rare because he was like, I didn't know he could be a good actor until this movie, and he was like super good. So, anyways, I say I say Get Out wins, so that's just my opinion. It's super good. I could argue. Oh, for I agree. Get Out oh, is the best. Movie. Oh my god! <laughs> now I've been I've been arguing the the comedy chops of Thor a lot, but some of the best one of the best aspects of Thor is the familial conflict within the movie. Of course, like I grew up with all brothers and one sister, but we don't count her. But uh, <laughs> I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's just, Black Widow. You need you need to go back and watch uh, Coco. It's all about family. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> I got to re- relearn my my roots. But some of the best aspects are the as di- the dynamic between Thor and Loki. That's some of the best stuff, and and how they learn and how they balance off of each other. That's just it's it's so much fun. But like, there's so learn many what? aspects. Learn of this what movie. that Loki's gonna portray him like he does every movie. Yeah, that's, that's the same thing. It just happens. He knew. He knew you know what's gonna happen every time. It with does Loki. not happen in this one. Yeah, he does. Yeah, it does. He, he it does. does. Before he get the ship. Did you guys forget about this? He, he, he you shocked guys forgot him. about the he whole thing. Him, yeah. What? What are you talking about? He shocked about? him right there, but yeah, but you, you think Loki? Okay, Loki's totally betrayed him, but he comes back with the shit. You guys forgot about this? No, we got that, but he was going well, to because, because, because he, he was going, going to. Yeah. Going okay, to so this is what I'm saying, though. So then, but like one of the other things about about this movie is all of the all of the characters and their story arcs. Like you have Heimdall. And him trying to lead a resistance on on the planet, like one of the coolest. You're talking about cinema, cinematography. Some that that a uh, choreography in that scene where Hela just destroys all of the Asgardian soldiers was legit. That was so cool. Where she just absolutely just mauls all of them with all of her spikes and everything. That was awesome. But after that, it's so it was neat to see a resistance led by Heimdall in the in the on Asgard and to try to see him trying to keep all of these like these normal people alive. Not normal people, but Asgardians. But it was neat to see all of this and to see how Odin was gone, see how Thor is going to try to take that mantle responsibility, see him that he's like not he's not hold he's not living up to that that throne that he's supposed to be, and to try to rescue this fallen uh, Valkyrie and just see all these different characters, all these different people interact with all of their own arcs and how they all get resolved too. That's hard to do. I don't know how they're going to do it in Infinity Wars, for one, but that's hard to do in, the, in Thor Ragnarok with all of these different characters and to see but, them all come to the correct like end, to the, where they grew. That but, was that was nice to but, see. But it, it followed the same formula as all the other Thor movies. He's got a big mantle. He fails to do it, but he learns a small lesson in the process. And then the next movie, he's going to be the exact same Thor he was in the, in the very first movie. There's no real character it, it growth doesn't, doesn't in any the of these movies because they always follow the same route. And, if anything, like the humor ruined Thor a little bit because there's like the part where the Valkyrie comes out and she's like, oh, I'm going to come like kick butt and then she falls over because she's drunk. Like, sure, it's showing that she's a drinker and whatever, but like it 
broke the impact of her a lot. Like they didn't like do a very good job with her making her meaningful. She it also showed that she switch. was fallen. Like that she was a fallen Valkyrie. This like that's she didn't. It didn't seem that important. Uh, like, like she was just, and and she was just like a type and shadow of Thor, right? Like a fallen Asgardian yeah. that's trying to build her way back up. Thor, a fallen Asgardian that's trying, to, the whole, she that's trying to build his way back up. But she wasn't Loki, trying to build herself. Back a fallen up. Asgardian who has to redeem himself. Like it's a it, there. It's a good redemption story, I guess. But it's the same redemption story we've seen in every Thor movie that's come out. I think this one's deeper than that. I don't think you can boil down that so, <laughs> Thor to be like. So, so you could say it might be a little deeper. But you have to admit, like it's it's the same movie, but just with a different background and a different bad guy. No, I don't think so. Like, I like, think it's different. Yeah, I think it, I think it's different. It loses no. an eye. That's also, different. also <laughs> to give get out even more points is like you had the get out challenge that came out and was like trending for a while, and Thor and Spider Man never got a cool challenge like that. <laughs> like like a legit social movement that was sparked from get a out, movie, even though it was yeah. just running at a screen and like right, what was the challenge. Run. You have to run like really fast and like almost hit the camera and then turn to the right real fast. And that yeah, was the I didn't hear about this. Did you receive that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was funny and it was really dumb, but I it happened even, for like a couple weeks. I didn't hear about this. I didn't hear about it either. You're not on, you're not, you know, social media machines, you know? Yeah, yeah. My wife's all about that. Me how much I'm get, on the phone. Get, get out. is like they had a social, like it was funny. It was really good. That's probably why it was like considered a good comedy because that part was extremely strange but extremely <laughs> awesome at the same time. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Thor, I, I'll, I'll say Thor is better than Spider-Man by far. What? No, Because Spider-Man not. follows the formula, like, too much. Like, I feel like there's it a few scenes that... Formula. It's his own formula. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, Thor, Thor was a good movie. I would say Thor is the best superhero movie of 2017. No, that's not even true. Logan was, so... Logan. Oh, I forgot about Logan. Oh, I did forget about Logan. Logan, Logan is so oh, freaking good. That was going to be my mo- choice, but I, I decided that there were too many superhero movies. <laughs> 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 I forgot about Logan. Logan is the best That's superhero yeah, movie of 2017. I'm t- that movie is great, but we're not arguing about that. I was going to, but you guys had too All you guys are too bad. somber. That's all I got to say. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I really enjoyed it. And honestly, most of the time I watch a movie, it's for entertainment. It's not for social commentary. It's not for anything yeah. else. But Get Out provided both. Like it was a perfect mixture, like very well, and um, and it wasn't heavy-handed. Like you didn't feel like um, like you were being force-fed a bunch yeah. of crap. You felt like, oh, this was really good. Oh wait, I'm a terrible person. Like true. Like the way uh, <laughs> I don't know. It, it was it was really well done in that kind of an aspect. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. But uh, I mean, like I said, I really enjoyed Thor. Thor is my favorite comic book hero. Um, but. The what drives me nuts with superhero movies is it's uh, it's every movie's the same. Iron Man never progresses as a person. He's he throws in all this thing into a suit and then like he's like, oh wait no, maybe I'm hurting people by doing this. Let me back off. Well, let me throw everything into this. <laughs> oh wait no, maybe I'm hurting people. Let me back off. Spider Man is I get depressed because I'm an angsty teenager. No wait, with great power comes great responsibility. Oh no, I got depressed because I'm an angsty angsty teenager. <laughs> wait no, with great responsibility comes and then Thor's like I've got to become the next king. I got to be better. Oh, but I'm still a noble fool. And then oh, I got to be a better king. I got to do better. Oh wait no, I'm just a noble fool. And he learns that same lesson over and over again it's just uh, a lot of repetition in, why in can't I use my hand? a lot of repetition in life too 
How many times have I have not learned patience? Patience comes great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some people come, some people don't. That that is a good argument. There is a lot of repetition <laughs> in life, and it does take a lot for us to learn a particular lesson. I, I would say that's 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 a really good argument. But as far as like a movie is concerned, I want I want a little more character development than what you get in the. Um, in, in the superhero movies. Yeah. Movies gotta make you laugh, they gotta make you cry. I didn't cry once in Thor. I didn't feel upset. I didn't you like, did it? I did. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel upset. Like there was no like that, like what makes a good superhero movie to me is like this feeling of like, oh, how are these guys gonna get out of it? And they've kind of lost that over the past few years. It's like they, you never feel like threatened like, oh the superheroes are gonna win. Like I've never felt like, oh no, they're not gonna be able to do it. And Thor, it was just like, nah, whatever. And then like with uh, and the, and Spider Man, they, sh- they straight like, up told you how he was gonna win at the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. When he when he takes the skull of the um, of the fire demon. Yep. Um, it was just, and also that fire demon, terrible voice acting. Uh, yeah. Anyways, that's another story. <laughs> like he, 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 if you want to talk about like a throwing in just a character to throw to have a plot like like an ex machina kind of solution to something like yeah they had it included at the very beginning but no character development for him and he's just kind of in there to be this end all be all solution to a and comic relief at the same time with like very weak comic relief at the same time and but Um, with get out the whole time you're just like i don't know how this guy's gonna get out of this at the situation and i don't even know what he's getting into the whole time like it was this sense of mystery like is he gonna get out whatever there's jokes you feel reassured by the the girlfriend like the girlfriend did such a good job acting she was like yeah, it's I'm on your side. You're like, yeah, she's on his side. Like that chick has nothing to do with this. And then all of a sudden, it's like, just kidding. I'm gonna sit here being an awkward person eating Fruit Loops without like milk. And you're just like, this person's a freak and like she's evil and like she's. It was crazy because he finds this box full of like all these like people that she's dated and like captured to give to her family to do a brain transplant. Like Get Out is insane. Like it's the whole time is just. It's good. You got to watch it. <laughs> Everyone has to watch Get Out. That's the movie of 2017. It is amazing. Anyways, sorry, Austin. What's your counter argument? Counter arguments, I don't feel like arguing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just of the opinion that I don't have to be transformed to make it a best movie. Do you know what I mean? Do, do, you, do, you, do you understand at least what I'm coming from? Yes. Like, I, like it's, a, it's a great movie. Like I, Movies can't don't have to transform you, but I... I think that's the difference between like a great movie and the best movie. It, it, but in my opinion, that that was my best movie because because of just I don't know, just because of how much. That's okay. I'll send you joy. It was. You're allowed to have your opinion, even if it's wrong. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's not how opinions work. <laughs> I don't. Know. But so that's that. That was. I mean, I would have gone with Last Jedi just because no movie has made my my jaw drop and go like, whoa. And We're no, gonna have a discussion no movie, after this. If you and no movie can... has made me has made me like sit forward in my chair, wanting to know more and what happens next. We should watch okay. Get Out, and then you'll be like, "Oh, the Last Jedi is nothing." No, hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, That's it, not possible. It is good. You should watch it. Um, you can edit. You know, it's on TV. You can get edited versions if you're not into. It's not that bad, actually. Yeah. To be honest, it's one of those whatever. But Spider Man. What do you want to argue about it? Oh, dude, I can't argue about it. All right, well, <laughs> so the winner, the best review of 2017 on uh, is Get Out. Get Out's the best. Second place is Thor. Third place is Spider-Man. Last place is The Big Sick. So uh, those are our top four movies of 2017, but there are so many movies that came out this year. We got Logan. Logan, Logan was, was great. Good. I forgot we about got, Logan. Yeah. Uh, we had 
What else? Give me some other movies that you guys liked. Logan was a legit example of a superhero movie. Done what? That, right. That was like more than just a superhero movie. I told you, I would have picked yeah. it. Logan I is, about it. I am, oh, Logan's so good, yeah. but. Logan's the reason I'm upset that Disney bought the rights to Fox. Yeah. They said they're not going to bother. Yeah, they're they're not going to change. I sure hope that's true. Well, I, yeah. trust, I, I trust, they haven't, they haven't fiddled in, in, uh, in Star Wars. They haven't really fiddled yeah, in Star Marvel. Wars came out this year. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, they haven't really dug their hands deep into so there. Yeah. I think it's going to be the same. Because they, they said that with Deadpool too. Like, they're not going to, yeah. they're not going to mess with it. I, I just, yeah. Anyways, anyways, yep. I trust Bob Iger. Iger, Bob Iger is like one of the best CEOs out there right now, and that's, yeah. uh, I trust. Yeah. that does it. That does it for our discussion. Uh, let us know what your favorite movies were of 2017, and we will Watch see it. you guys. Well, we might have a bonus discussion. We'll see, but we'll see you guys next week. If oh, not. Toodles. Oh, Bob. No. <laughs> Farewell. Au revoir. <laughs> Ciao. Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen. <laughs>